Hello and welcome back. It's Harvey's Huddle and I'm your host Jackson Harvey. It has been too long. I'm excited to be back. I have got a great lineup of some fantastic content for you this summer. It's not going to be as much content as I had hoped, but I'm just glad to be making some podcasts again. Thank you so much for listening today and coming in, and I hope uh, that we can pique your interest here and keep you around. Uh, If you do not know, if you have not listened in the past, this is just a little podcast that I do. Uh, I usually do it every week during the NFL season, talking about you know, top 10 teams, talking about topics and teams that I think are doing well, teams that I think are on the decline, just talking about some great NFL football. And every summer, usually, at least I have, not usually, I'd say every summer, every summer I have done a preview of each and every division in the NFL, and this summer will be no different. I've got it planned out so that starting on July 29th, we will be tackling every single division in the NFL for the 2023 season. We're going to start with the AFC and the NFC West on the 29th and go through uh, each division. I'm going to do two at a time just to keep up with the time crunch. Um, So it won't be as in-depth as usual, but I will be reviewing each team's full 2023 schedule, how I think they're going to match up with uh, each of the teams, and with how their schedule is laid out, I'll go through their teams, the rosters, the coaches, concerns I have. Um, and, you know, at the end of it, I'm going to go through and seed all of them according to the NFL seeding uh, procedure. And eventually, at the end of August, I will have my Super Bowl pick. So stay tuned for that. Today, it's just a simple, it's not going to be very long, not going to be very intensive, but I want to talk, um, I, I put out a call a couple of weeks ago about top five lists, you know, it's a time, it's June and July in the NFL offseason, there is not a lot to talk about, so I decided to uh, want to put together some top five lists. I, I managed to put together two, uh, two top five lists that I want to talk about. But I also want to talk about maybe a third one that I have that I haven't written down, but I've been thinking about it. And so I'm going to go off the cuff and talk about it, I believe. So we'll do two or three lists today. Um, if you haven't already, by the way, go check me out on social media. We are on Instagram at Harvey's Huddle. We're on Twitter at Harvey's underscore Huddle. We're on threads as well. Uh, get on threads. Let's talk about that. <laughs> And we're on Facebook too, so go check out our Facebook page if you haven't already. Um, let's talk top fives. We're going to go top five fantasy quarterbacks first and foremost. And I'm going to go from number five to number one. Or maybe I should go number one and two are kind of... I, I feel like these kind of lists with quarterbacks can be kind of predictable at times. Um, and, you know, funny enough, I've got two quarterback lists for you today. My number five fantasy quarterback predicting for the 2023 season, or I guess my ranking for the 2023 season, is going to be Trevor Lawrence. Uh, Trevor Lawrence was, contrary to, I think, popular belief, he was quarterback number seven in terms of 2022 fantasy scoring. 
he was a pretty solid, if not a pretty great, <laughs> uh, fantasy quarterback option for the 2022 season. And that is also with a pretty bad six-game stretch to begin the season. So he is definitely geared up to have a fantastic breakout season in terms of fantasy points, especially with the addition of Calvin Ridley to the offense and your year two in Doug Peterson's system. We all know what happened to Carson Wentz in year two of Doug Peterson's system. And I think the same, if not more, is expected of Trevor Lawrence in year two. I would say he's probably a sleeper quarterback pick, and he could sneak into the top three uh, in terms of fantasy scoring for quarterbacks in the 2023 season. Uh, number four, I've got Jalen Hurts. He's quarterback three last year in the in terms of fantasy scoring. I think he's going to continue to have a solid, solid 2023, but I, I'm a little concerned with consistency. Um... And with his ability to pass, I think he's got a great um, group around him. But I'm a little concerned with just being able to keep up, keep up with expectations, keep up with what he was doing in 2022. And I just I need to see it be consistent for 2023. Same can be said for Trevor Lawrence. You know, I saw some really great things out of Trevor in 2022, but is he able to take what he did at the end? of the season last year and extrapolate that into 2023. It, the same thing for both Trevor Lawrence and Jalen Hurts. And number three, I've got Josh Allen. He ended up being uh, the quarterback two in terms of fantasy scoring last year. He has incredible legs. I'm a little concerned with the Diggs issues. We'll see if Stefan Diggs will continue to be happy in Buffalo. Uh, if they add like, uh, DeAndre Hopkins and a Dalvin Cook, he could go higher on the list, but um, Josh Allen is a great fantasy option at quarterback, so like if he's on the board for you in round three, round four, uh, go for it. I would say go for it. He scores a lot of points. At number two, this one might be a little surprising. I've got Patrick Mahomes. He was quarterback one last season. Uh, I think this year he has less of an impressive wide receiver group. I know we kind of said that a lot for Tom Brady in his New England years when they, you know, won Super Bowls. Um, but I I think he had a less impressive group in 2022. I think he has an even less impressive group in 2023. So that might hinder some of his production. I don't anticipate him falling out of the top three in terms of fantasy scoring, but he's also Patrick Mahomes, so he can probably lead fantasy scoring this year if he really wants to. I don't think he will, though. I believe that the best option at quarterback for your fantasy league is Lamar Jackson this year. Lamar's coming off of a contract um, signing that has been anticipated for quite a long time. I don't think he was giving 100% in 2022. I don't believe that he really wanted to come back after his injury because of the contract um, issues looming. I think Lamar has OBJ. He has uh, Zay Flowers now. I think he's got a solid new wide receiver group. He's got an offensive coordinator in Munkin that really wants to throw the football. 
And I just I think you can look out for an MVP level season from Lamar Jackson this year. It's going to be it's gonna be really interesting. If he can stay away from injury, because he has been injured late in the season for the last few few years. If he can stay away from injury, if he can throw the ball as well as we've seen him throw the ball, but do that week after week after week and still be a threat with his legs, look out, because he he will be one of the biggest um steals, I think, for any NFL fantasy team. Because I don't believe he's going to go in one of those top five quarterback spots. I think people will go Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. They'll go Joe Burrow. They'll go Aaron Rodgers even um, and Jalen Hurts. They might even go Justin Herbert before him. But I think Lamar Jackson should be ahead of all of them. And that's why I have him in the number one spot there. Now, a little different, but not really. Well, actually pretty different. I I ranked also just flat-out NFL quarterbacks, not necessarily in terms of fantasy, because in terms of fantasy, all we're thinking about are the points that they score, and and there's no other intangibles or no other win-losses. We just want them to score points and be our little scoring ponies. That's all that fantasy is about. In terms of just flat-out NFL quarterbacks, at number five, I've got Justin Herbert. I, he didn't appear in the top five for my fantasy quarterbacks. In fact, three out of the five guys that I have as a top NFL quarterback did not appear. I think it's Herbert just barely over Trevor Lawrence right now. Um, Trevor Lawrence is sitting at six, maybe seven if you throw in Jalen Hurts. I think he's got Herbert has one of the hardest, hardest, one of the hottest starts to an NFL quarterback career that has ever happened. He's been fantastic from the get-go, and whoever the medical trainer for the Chargers was that uh, stabbed Tyrod Taylor in the lung, you know, I think he should be probably inducted into the Chargers Hall of Fame because he allowed Herbert to come in and have one of the best rookie seasons we've ever had, one of the best sophomore seasons we've ever had, and he followed up with a pretty great year three despite injuries to him and injuries to the guys around him. So, uh, Justin Herbert, number five. Number four, I've got Josh Allen. Now, I love Josh Allen. I love Josh Allen as much as the next guy. I think he's a great guy, a great person. But I think he took a slight step back in 2022. I think that he didn't take care of the ball very well. I think that he didn't make great decisions down the stretch. And I just I didn't see Josh Allen as the Josh Allen that we saw in 2021 that went toe to toe with the Chiefs in the playoff game. You know, I I didn't see him be as dominant as we saw him in 2020 or 2021. And I need to see that come back in 2023. And I'm a little concerned with um, the locker room right now. I'm a little concerned with how things are going to go mentally with the Bills, but. Josh Allen needs to be at the center of it and he needs to he needs to be the Josh Allen that we know and love. And I think he took a step back from that last season. At number 3, I've got Aaron Rodgers. Uh Aaron Rodgers, he's got despite what people may say about his character, people might say about who he is as a as a player and a person, the dude has two MVP seasons in the last 3 seasons. He's got two MVPs. 
he he's been he did that two years in a row. You know, Patrick Mahomes was last year, but the last two before Mahomes was Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. And I think he has just as good of weapons, if not better weapons, than he did in those seasons in Green Bay with the New York Jets right now. He's one of the he's got one of the best balls in history. That sounds a little weird. He's got one of the best deep balls in history. Um he is a fantastic quarterback. He was playing through some thumb issues, I believe, if I remember correctly, from last season. But Aaron Rodgers deserves to be in the top five, and I've got him in the top three. I think he's um, phenomenal. Hall of Fame quarterback, and I think he has a real shot of taking the Jets to the playoffs and beyond this season. And number two, I've got Joe Burrow. Now, I kind of struggled putting his name down, I think... I, I think Joe Burrow is a great quarterback. I think he's fantastic. I think he's done a great job with the Bengals. He's taken them to the AFC Championship game in two seasons, two straight seasons, and a Super Bowl appearance uh, in one of those seasons. I think he could be number three, but he's got a great cast around him. He's been a fantastic um, asset in Cincinnati. He throws a very good ball, uh, a great deep ball, and he has the leadership and he has the locker room and I think he does a great job at um, motivating the guys around him and I think that's why I put him at number two over Aaron Rodgers right now because of the way he has been in the locker room and he's got the youth he's got the mobility he's he's a pretty pretty great quarterback and to take the Bengals from going to no playoff wins to two straight AFC championship appearances that's got to say something about the guys in your locker room and the guys leading your team. At number one, I got Patrick Mahomes. I mean, is that any surprise? I mean, If you need a reason, you know, 2021, he had a fantastic season with Tyree Kill, lost in the AFC Championship game to the Bengals. 2022, everyone said that he was going to take a step back without Tyree Kill. He did better without Tyree Kill. Uh, and, you know, he has an even worse cast of wide receivers, as I said before, in the 2023 season. So I think, I mean, it's a no-brainer. Patrick Mahomes is the best quarterback in the NFL. And I don't know if anyone but Jamar Chase can try to argue that. That's my two, you know, quarterback rankings. I wanted to talk about some top three um Top three players in the NFL that I think are going to make the biggest impact on their teams in the 2023 season. There's a lot of different options that we can take. We can take offensive. We can take defensive. We can take storylines. We can take um, playing time, playability, how they are on the field, how they are off the field. There's a lot of factors here, and I think you can have any sort of you can cut it any way. You can you can choose any three players, and you're probably going to be right. Um, but the third most influential player, I think, in the NFL for the 2023 season is going to be Tua Tagovailoa. He makes or breaks this Dolphins team. They have a star, star-studded cast. They've got Tyreek Hill. They have Jalen Waddle. They just spent money to bring in Jalen Ramsey. And... 
like they they are urgent. They need to win the AFC East. They need to get to a Super Bowl with this team, and it all hangs in the balance on Tua's shoulders. Well, I guess Tua's head. <laughs> um, he's got to take care of himself. He's got to figure out a way to stay on the field because when he was on the field last year for the Dolphins, the Dolphins were near unstoppable. When he was off the field, Dolphins were pretty mortal. And so the way that Tua works out and prepares himself this offseason, as well as goes through the next season, is going to be crucial and, I would say, pivotal to how the Dolphins will perform this season. And number two, the most influential player that I think will be in the NFL. Where did that weird, but that's fine. And I think it's a weird kind of choice because it's a player that's pretty, has probably the definition of unproven. Um, Jordan Love, the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. The Packers have enjoyed 2,000 years of good quarterback play. Like, they have had Brett Favre, and right after Aaron Rodgers emerged as one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, they have been pretty spoiled in Wisconsin. And Jordan Love is going to... The way that he plays in 2023 is going to set the stage for either another 15, 20 years of prosperity for the Packers, or it could set the stage for a little bit of a rebuild period for uh, one of the most storied franchises in the NFL. And the way that he's able to prepare and play, we've heard some of the players come out and say, oh, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks in the NFL and he hasn't even played a snap yet, blah, 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 blah. We haven't seen it. He hasn't played. And if he sucks, like just straight up, if he just sucks, then LaFleur and the rest of the Packers, like they are going to be scrambling for good quarterback play all season long. And we could see them in the basement of the NFC, if not the basement of the NFL, which would be interesting with some of the prospects that are coming up in the 2024 quarterback class. But whatever and however Jay, or Jordan Love is able to play this season is going to say a lot and going to say everything, in fact, of what the Packers will look like in the coming years. And so with that, I think that alone, just the pressure of the moment and the pressure of being the new quarterback in Titletown, um, that's alone makes him the most one of the most influential NFL players in the league and in terms of influencing their football team um, number one now number one's kind of a hard one to pick because I, I want him to influence the team more than anyone else I want him to be the most influential player there's an argument that Jordan Love could be the most influential player in terms of his team in the entire league. And there's a lot of, there's a lot of different play. Like you could say Patrick Mahomes. That's kind of an easy answer. He makes or breaks his football team without him. I don't think they make it out of Jacksonville. 
right? Um, in the playoffs, at least. They sure as heck don't win the Super Bowl without him, right? They don't win two Super Bowls in the last three, four years without Patrick Mahomes. But I won't take Patrick Mahomes. I don't think that's... I, I don't I don't think that's the answer. Now, who I will say is the answer is Josh Allen. I think Josh Allen is going to make the biggest impact on his football team. I think the Buffalo Bills are... They have the most pressure to win a Super Bowl than any other team probably in the last 10 years. Uh, The Bills have been building towards trying to make this huge Super Bowl contender that will take down the Chiefs and take down whoever stands in their way, yet they've never made an AFC championship game with Josh Allen. They haven't. They haven't made one with this team, with this roster. And like I said before, Josh Allen took a couple steps back, in my opinion. If not, just just a little step back in the 2022 season. I think that the way that he plays can be very loosey-goosey at times, but the way that he succeeds is when he plays loosey-goosey. I think he doesn't take care of the ball very well. He makes some ill-timed decisions, like I said before. And if he continues to make poor decisions or make more poor decisions or turn the ball over more, I think we could start to see a rapid decline in the Buffalo Bills. And, you know, I think it's even more urgent because of how much better the rest of the AFC East got. You've got the Jets breathing down your neck. They beat you last year with Zach Wilson. I think they might have even swept them, but I know they at least won once. You lost to the Dolphins last year as well. It was in 2,000 degree weather, but apparently 2,000 is my number today, hey? Um, These teams are breathing down your necks and are right behind you. And if Josh Allen cannot step up and be the Josh Allen we know and love and is one of the top quarterbacks in the NFL... Aaron Rodgers and Tua Tagovailoa are going to take away your playoff spot. And in a loaded AFC, if Josh Allen can't perform and can't take care of the ball and can't get the ball to Stephon Diggs and keep him happy, um, they're going to miss the playoffs. The AFC has no room for risking losing your division and trying to make a wild card spot. Like there, you've got you've got the Jaguars. They're going to get the division title most likely. The Titans are going to be right there for the wild card. Uh, the Chiefs are likely going to win their division, and then you've got the Chargers right behind them. The Broncos could do something maybe if Russell Wilson doesn't suck. Um, and then just in the AFC North as well, you've got the Steelers are up and coming. They finished nine and eight, just barely missed the playoff spot last year. You got the Bengals who have won the AFC North for the couple two seasons. You got the Ravens who only got better, right? You got the Browns in the AFC North who have Deshaun Watson and he's had an actual full off season and is ready to go with the full season with the team. As much as I hate his situation, he's still a good quarterback in the NFL, if not a great quarterback in the NFL. 
you cannot these teams all in the AFC and it's so interesting and I I I can't wait to talk about it more in my division breakdowns but the AFC has no room for failure. It's the only guarantee that you are going to get in to the playoffs is by winning your division. And I believe we will see some double digit win teams miss out on the playoffs because there just isn't enough room. You cannot have the Bills, the Dolphins, the Jets, the uh, Ravens, the Bengals, the Jaguars, the Titans, the Chiefs, the Chargers. And that's just the ones that are like pretty guaranteed to be decently good. You can't guarantee all of them spots. It's impossible. And so Josh Allen especially with the expectations that are upon him and his football team and with the way that he played last season, I think he is the most influential person to his team. I think he will make or break the Bills season by how he takes care of the football, by how he presents himself, and by how he leads that team week in and week out. Well, there are my uh, there are my rankings. Let me know what you think. Hit me up on Instagram at Harvey's Huddle. We're on Twitter at Harvey's underscore Huddle. We're on Threads as well. I don't really know the handle right now because I just got it this morning. But if you got me on Instagram, you got me on Threads. We're also on Facebook. So go hit me up. Let me know what you think. Let me know what you're uh, talking about. Let me know. I I posted something on Threads. I want to hear who you think is going to be the most influential player to their team in the NFL. So let me let me know what you think. Let's start some discussion there. Uh, July 29th, I promise you, that is when the West Divisions will be talked about on this podcast. So stay tuned for that. Thank you so much. It's great to be back. Great to talk with you about football. This is Jackson Harvey. This is from Harvey's Huddle. Take care.